0: But don't get between me and the blood wine.
1: Welcome aboard the USS Bota. This is your captain, not Patrick Stewart speaking. You're listening to Dork Trek. DorkTrek.com. Engage, Mister Manny. Hey Jenny, welcome to season seven of Deep Space Nine. Thanks. You missed last week, the actual oh, no. kickoff of season seven, but it's okay because you're here this week to help us talk about the episode, Shadows and Symbols.
0: You almost didn't, kind of didn't have to watch last week's episode because they did an extensive recap in the beginning. Yes, of this. I, yeah.
2: I thought about that. Cause I did, you know, I started to watch episode two. I was just going <clears> to <throat> jump into it cause I was short on time. And then it was like last time and I was like, fuck, I gotta go back and watch the first episode. Yeah. So I watched it and I was like, I really didn't need to.
1: Yeah, the, the recap did a really good job of telling you what happened. Yeah, it was like extensive. It, I want to say it makes me mad that I spent 45 minutes and 13 seconds watching the whole episode when I could have just watched a two-minute recap and got everything I needed.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that episode, though.
1: No, yeah. so do I. No, don't get me wrong. I think the episode's awesome. But I mean, like Jenny said, if you're crunched for time, just watch that extensive recap. It's well, like yeah. the, um, what do they used to call them? The, the little the yellow books you would have in school cliff Cliff notes there it is the cliff notes version yep 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 yep,
2: yeah shadows
1: and symbols
2: uh shoot what was i gonna say i don't know I stopped um, talking
1: because I thought you wanted to talk and then your brain sorry. just shut off. <laughs> I just it's
2: because it, I was petting my cat.
0: Oh, <sighs> is that what you want to call it? Petting your cat? <laughs> well, that no, there's petting actually a cat, cat there, Dennis. Get your <laughs> mind out of the gutter. You know. Hey, hey, theory of the mind.
2: <laughs> oh, I don't theory know. Of the mind, dude. See, now I feel bad because I didn't listen to last week's episode yet. I didn't get a chance. That's okay. But did you guys talk about the stupid Vic Fontaine's wrecked hollow suite?
1: <laughs> yes, we talked about it briefly.
2: Get, is there anything you want to so add I just pissed me off that they were making such a big deal about how the place got wrecked it was like exactly hollow sweet <laughs> yeah if just hit the reset button if you can't reset it p- program in some dudes to come in and clean it up
1: i think it was more of that wharf is sad that's what that was really about and it gave us the gag where and the band wants to quit It was like well they're holograms like they don't know that like that was that whole scene was worth it just for that joke, for me.
2: I agree. Yeah, I agree.
1: Um, but this episode, no. Um, well, at the end of last week, we meet um, Esri Dax, and I got to tell you, she's a real boner burner. She's a real.
2: Yeah. Wah, wah, wah. She looks like an elf. Yeah, she's
1: very elfish.
0: Um, she, like I found myself very conflicted or with her character because, on one hand, I like the concept of. Now that we're really familiar with trills it's kind of interesting to see what happens when somebody who hasn't been prepared to take on a a uh, symbiote mm-hmm. like how terrible shit is for them because Z always made it seem really cool and everything like she always had access to the just the right memories and abilities that she needed from the previous hosts yeah but but it
1: wasn't all that way because remember how jadzia would complain that like she was abused and they were so mean to her and blah 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 remember all that
0: you mean going through the training yeah yeah but that was what the purpose of the training was was to prepare you so that you're not a, a schizophrenic maniac when yeah. You actually get like the, the worm inside you. So you're saying
1: you, if you don't go through the hazing, you do end up yeah. exactly like. Yeah, as- that's
0: why, like uh, you know, pilots, uh, military pilots go through survival and uh, evasion resistance training. It's so that if they get captured, they know what to be ready for. You know when they get tortured. So you can think in your head, oh, I know what I'm going to do blah blah blah. But until you actually go through at least a simulation of it, then.
1: I gotta tell you, I'm
0: not a fan. But it's, the thing that sucks about it, though, is they do this right in the last season, and we know it's the last season, so it's like,
2: <laughs> uh, you don't have to get too attached to her. Yeah, no. kind of fine. I was thinking but- it'd be
0: better if she had started this way, and then went to Jadzia or you know, like halfway through, maybe a season or two back, they did the switch, which I know they didn't have control over. It was just like a contract issue or whatever but from a storytelling point of view i think it would have been it would have been better if she had come along earlier
2: yeah i mean I'm torn also because like i like that she's kind of a kind of a lovable loser you know she's just kind of awkward and kind of like kind of fun but also she's really fucking annoying so yeah yeah Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) well she's kind of annoying because like dennis said she's not used to the idea of the trail being inside of her yeah. <laughs> because she hasn't had all the preparation. She's
2: and a troll virgin.
1: Yeah, she is. And like, it makes me wonder though, because when I heard that, um, then what's the purpose of the whole trill society then? Like that's the whole thing is they put the trills through this, this these rigorous testings and only a certain number of trills are ever even, you know, uh, I guess hosted. Well, see, I don't people. even
0: think they contacted the Trill government. They, no, they just It stuck stuck just happens like, oh shit, this symbiote's about to die. Oh, we got a Trill on board. Hey, yeah. Uh, yeah. walk into this uh, sick bay real quick. And they conked her over the head and put yeah, a worm inside her.
1: That, so it's like, it's it's almost like they, I mean, they forced it upon her. Almost, yeah, they, like
0: They worm raped her.
1: What's the big deal if, I mean, not to say, not to sound like a dick, but what's the big deal Is, is if Curzon dies? Like, who cares? I mean, like, well, do they right. have
2: like a limited number of
1: yeah. worms? Yeah. Okay. So the worm is clearly more important than the
0: host. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's passing this knowledge on from generation to generation. So
1: I just found, I found it disturbing that like, especially after we heard the episode where Jadzia went through so much to kind of torment and kind of mental bullying and hazing to get this thing in her. They just happen upon some chick on a ship and like, all right, you're, you got spots. No, it's adult acne. No, no, no. Those are trill (laughs) spots here. Take this worm, basically. And she's just kind of forced. This thing is forced upon her, and she's not in any way, shape, or form capable of dealing with it.
2: But I also get the feeling that like most trill are totally down for that if they had the opportunity. Didn't seem like she was. I don't don't think most trill are
0: because it's really. It's like being a, a doctor or something, you know. Like I'm sure everybody would love to be a doctor to get that paycheck or whatever. It's like, top, but when right? you think about all the school you have to go to and everything, how good your grades have to be and everything, it's like, fuck that. I'd she rather just have smoke to do pot.
2: That. She just get the paycheck. Yeah. She but she got- also has to like go do surgery on people and might kill them. She just got that worm, mama. Yeah. <laughs> she got the worm for not even having to work for it.
1: It's interesting though because she's 300 years old. That's how old Curzon is. She couldn't figure out that the Cisco boys did not want them to come on this trip with her. Because she's like, oh, well, if you guys are going to tie Ty- David Tyree planet, I'll just come with yeah. you. And she's it's like- the planet
0: where everybody catches balls on their head.
1: Yeah, and she's, and they're kind and Jake is like, nah, I don't really want you to come. And the, the grandpa's like, yeah, we're good. And she's like, no, I'll just come. It's like, okay, Karen, calm down. And she just totally invites herself to this planet. But you could. But Cisco was excited to have his friend back.
2: Yeah, I, I don't understand that at all because he doesn't even seem like the same Dax at well, it's all. It's not.
0: It's but it's, the, he already this, went through this when when he met Jadzia because this is
1: his third Dax. Yeah, that's true. That's
0: true. Like the first time he met Jadzia, he was really stoked to see her because. But he called her old man right away. Yeah. With this, I guess it feels kind of weird to call. Yeah. This like nineteen year old old yeah. Man. This like prepubescent girl like old man.
2: <laughs> I mean that may be his fetish. Mm.
0: <laughs> I will
1: tell you, I've started calling my dog old man. Like, I just carry him around, All right, old man.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's just well, it's, he is old.
1: Yeah, Shay is really old, but he doesn't. Think, he might have worms. I don't know. But um, that's neither here nor there. But yeah, he's old man. I, it's it's you know what? If you can get away with calling someone old man in your life, do it. If someone is gonna let you do that, you should do it because calling someone old man, is super fun. I will give it a try.
0: Especially if they're not an old man.
1: Especially if they're not an old man. That just means you dominate them and
0: you can call them whatever
2: you want. I'm gonna call my daughter old man. Yeah. All right,
1: old man. (laughs) (laughs) Just see what she says.
2: she should probably do an old man voice. I I would put $5 on it. I could give that to Haley. She seems like that kind
1: of- She is your child. Yeah. (laughs) but then while all this stuff is going on at the restaurant um we have our boys back on the station who are trying to get jadzia in to stovacor because they go on this very dangerous mission with martog it's wharf um o'brien brazier are all on this ship and they're like hey man we got to get her in and all of a sudden bang here comes cork and cork is like i'm coming too yeah because i love her and i want to help her get into the afterlife Worf is not happy.
2: This is probably the only part of the episode that I didn't like, was the fact that, like, they had to make a point of, like, saying how much these other characters were in love with Jadzia, and, like, I I mean, I I know that they admired her, and they probably jerked off to her a lot, but, (laughs) like... The, they, all of a sudden, they kind of like ever since she died, and like when she got married to Warf, it was like they were just driving it fucking home that they were in love with her. And I was like, I didn't, I didn't feel that at all until like you told me. If everybody
0: uh, who ever jerked off to her had to go on this mission, they'd have like a whole fleet.
2: Yeah, they, they, <laughs> they have no problem.
1: <laughs> well, to be fair, hang on. O'Brien's just there because he loves Julian. Yeah, true. Yes, Julian is there because he. Was in love with Dax, and I think that is—that's genuine. Yeah, that's genuine.
0: And so is Cork, though. Yeah. Cork loves her too.
1: Yeah, Cork does love her. So I mean, I think, I mean, yeah, she's a, she's a very charming. But, she's yeah. she's a charming woman who has lots of admirers and they want to on like I think they kind of broke it down later on in the episode where it was because they wanted to honor their friend Julian kind of broke it down like hey this is something that I want to do because I I want to honor her.
2: Right. And then and that even, that makes sense. That makes sense. But like to like really be in love with her and you know and and that even made it weird too to me like I mean I think you are kind of getting to that where like Warf like confronts them and is like hey, could you stop talking about my fucking wife that you're in love with? That would be great.
1: Well, I also think too, he explains that later on in the episode because he always felt like he shared Jad Z with all these other people and all these other existences because he was always talking about one of your schemes. (laughs) I love that line. And he just looked at you know,
0: and talking about- He didn't say anything about (laughs) O'Brien.
1: Well, because O'Brien's just there for Brashear, you know? but like and he even admitted like this is something that i always felt like you guys were a part of our our family but this is something that i wanted to do myself
0: you know so i thought that was it, i don't understand why they didn't say hey you're our friend too and we're doing this to help you you know like every it's all yeah. oh we're doing this for jadzia blah blah yes. blah but the wharf is their friend too yeah yeah but they're why all closer they to, to jadzia i understand that well is o'brien o'brien's got to be closer to wharf than he is yeah. jadzia O'Brien just doesn't wanna hang
1: out with Keiko. I mean, that's the... He's
0: like, God, please let the sun melt me.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I hate you so much, I'm gonna throw myself into a sun. I hope I
0: spontaneously combust.
1: What a fucking plan too, man. Like, holy smokes. Like, their, their brave plan to get her into Stovacor is to fly into this fucking galaxy, fly close enough to the sun, essentially drop a nuclear bomb, in the sun, let the sun explode and destroy the shipyard that's built a little too close to the sun. That's ballsy, like that's a plan. Like who cooked that thing up? That
0: doesn't get you into Stovacore. I don't know what will. It it wasn't meant to be.
1: No, because I mean, when I heard that plan, I was like, that's a doozy, like that's some serious shit. All right, what we're gonna do is we're gonna fly into the sun And blow it up. (laughs) Holy shit. Like the ramifications of that, because there has to be other like M class planets in this galaxy, right? Like there's not. Like we're not thinking about that. A solar Uh system. No, 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 no. It's just a big empty it's just a big empty giant solar system with this. It's just a star.
0: (laughs) They didn't show any planets.
1: Cause the way they made it sound was they were flying into the sun and they were going to blow up the sun
0: of a, of a system to destroy. If they really wanted to do that, they could have used the trilithium because Worf was already there in generations when uh, Malcolm McDowell was blowing up stars with the trilithium bombs. Yeah. But he was doing that for evil. This was for good. And you can't, you could use the same thing. I don't know.
1: Maybe they outlawed that.
0: But there had to be it's some like other- a kitchen knife, you know, you can use a kitchen knife for good or evil, sure. you can make a delicious sandwich with it, or you could stab somebody in the chest repeatedly but but again though, like
1: what other there had to be other planets in the system that they were blowing up, right like nah. there just kind of had to be
0: nah. there i mean there's stars out there without planets, probably that sounds real scary they I mean it, the star it does system. seem
2: like like the radiation that's gonna spread to the nearest planets or whatever there's a lot of things going on here i don't think they really thought this all the way through i I think think they weren't
0: they weren't really blowing up the the sun they were just causing like a big solar flare Mm. i don't know man i thought they were blowing up the sun like
2: they're blowing up the sun
0: because they were like if we use this magnetic resonance on this one particular spot it'll cause a plasma flare to come shooting out so it didn't – it like it blew up the sun because it was such a huge explosion, but I think technically they were just making like a solar flare. The having
1: reached the SAR system maintained a plan to fly the vessel dangerously close to the sun to trigger a plasma injection that will destroy the Dominion facility and illuminate the gates of Stovacor for Jadzia. That's what the – according to the Wikipedia. Now,
0: it would have been badass if they would have shown – Stovacor.
1: And, and like, and, and like, 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 <laughs> like all of a like
0: everything's just dark. And then all of a sudden, when it blows up, everything lights up and you see Gen Z is standing there and walking through the gates.
1: I, lo- I mean, like I an love- army of Klingons, like,
0: <laughs> and they all run into battle.
1: <laughs> I love Klingon religion, man. Like, the, I love Klingons. It's just, it's, it's really hilarious to me. Yeah. They killed their own gods. You got to blow up a fucking... You got to kill thousands upon thousands of people to get your loved ones. Into I, think, a, I think
0: Klingon religion would be a very successful cult on this planet.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> totally. Like, dude, you want to get into heaven? All right, you, you want to get your loved ones into heaven? You got to blow up a fucking sun, man. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love this. I, I love everything about this whole episode. I was... I will say... I was disappointed because back in the last episode, Image in the Sand, right? At the end of the episode, as we all remember, um, Cisco gets stabbed by a, a zealot. Yeah. So they know where he's going. Yes. I thought there would have been more of a... Struggle on the planet Tyree. I thought there would have been these zealots there trying to stop Cisco.
0: See, I think the zealots just knew that he was going after the orb of or the emissary. They didn't necessarily know where he was going. Okay, I'll have then to go. they they wouldn't have even tried to kill him on Earth.
2: Well, how do they know they just, that? Could if they could just wait, to, like on a Tyree. or something.
0: I'll have to go That's, back and. I had that same question too. Is like, why? How did they even know that he would go on this mission unless the Paw Wraith told him to do it? You know.
1: Yeah, right. I'll, have to, I'll have to go back and watch the first episode again because I'm not sure that the cultist mentioned. I don't the think it Okay, because I found. Well, that's that a good
0: thing. You don't have to watch the whole episode. You can just watch like the last five minutes.
1: Well, I want to hear what the guy. Yeah, okay, I just want to hear what the guy says to him because the fact that there were no cultists on the planet trying to stop Cisco, I found disconcerting. But I liked what was in its place, if that makes sense. Like how they flash back to him being the sci-fi writer.
0: Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that was really cool. Like, that was something that I wasn't expecting. And
0: they had uh, DeMar there as yeah. the the doctor. It was cool. Yeah,
1: it was a really cool callback. And, like, that's one of the things that I think I love most about this show is the callbacks are are never ending. They just don't stop. You know if you see something in one episode there's probably like a 75% chance it's going to get called back and you're going to see it again because yeah. the callback kind of came from out of the blue and it started on the ship mm-hmm. it started on the runabout when they were on their way to Tyree because Cisco heard like a voice it said like you know doctor so and so doctor
0: Wyckoff, please come to isolation room 4 yes. doctor whitecock
1: yeah doctor jackoff come to room
2: come <laughs> in my face i mean <laughs>
0: Why won't he get there? Why isn't the doctor getting to isolation ward 4? Huh? Why isn't he there? And
1: I, and I love how
0: <laughs> Crazy Cisco is the best Cisco. Crazy
1: Cisco is the best Cisco and I love it, Isri's reaction to it. Like have you always yeah.
2: been this fucking wacky or what? Yeah. Like she just called it out. It was great. Like he yeah. went full Cisco in this episode. Oh, He's yeah. like
0: banging her worm to get better reception <laughs> on the memories. Like I don't remember this shit.
2: I
1: don't remember this guy being so weird. <laughs> He's a crazy machine. But yeah, he did go. It's th-
0: just been three months, right? <laughs> like, people go this crazy in three months?
1: He went yeah. nuts and it was all aw- yeah. Whatever he is, he needs to get there quickly. And then he just, he essentially leaves his old man and his son who are just kind of battling through the, the heat and the sand and the sun. Yeah. And he just fucking loves and leaves him. You, if my
0: son does that, see you. I'll be at the <laughs> ship. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Hope you find what you're looking for
1: come on baby let's head back to the ship i'll make you some, some they could gumbo. have been
0: like hey you know we can just follow in the ship and <laughs> when he yes, gets but, there we'll land
1: but the dad really wanted to be there for some reason that i didn't understand
0: i helicopter didn't understand parenting. that either yeah he's so just okay. a helicopter parent yeah he had to raise I, raise ben all by himself
1: like no, he had a wife he had a stepwife. wife that's true well, he had a stepmother. he married again
0: yeah but, but when did she die didn't how she die it? when he when Cisco was a kid?
1: Um, I don't think she died when Cisco was a kid. Did she die when Cisco was a kid? Now I gotta look up Cisco's lineage. Was older.
0: Was he?
1: Benjamin Cisco. He's just fucking nuts. Yeah, he is. He's so crazy. And like, how is he still? And you
0: know that the, that whole flashback thing. I don't know if you watched Battlestar Galactica, but that is definitely a motif that's used. And it's very familiar in Battlestar Galactica. Well, I mean, just like going to past lives or past hallucinations of hallucinations of past lives or whatever. Like it's definitely something that Ronald D. Moore took with him when he uh, when he did Battlestar Galactica.
1: Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, it works.
0: Yeah, it works in Battlestar too. You know, I think.
1: Yes, but we get the flashback of him being Benny Russell in the mental institution, and the doctor is there, and he's like, "You gotta erase." You know, come on, you got to stop writing over it. it. You've got to stop writing on the walls. And it was cool. It was a good, I really, yeah, I thought it was a cool, it was a cool callback. It kind of came out of left field. I wasn't wasn't expecting it at all because when I first thought he heard the voices, I was like, oh, he's in a mental institution because he's getting all crazy and Starfleet just fucking put him there. But I thought (laughs) that would be like the, I thought that was the pa race way to kind of keep him from getting to the orb was I like
0: think they kind of insinuate that's what it was, right? Yeah,
1: kind of sorta, yeah, yeah, I just didn't realize that they were gonna go, you know, all the way back to the episode where he's the sci-fi writer, which was really great.
2: I really yeah. enjoyed that,
1: yeah, Cisco, alter ego, Cisco has lived cool lives, whether it's fucking super cool Malcolm x revolutionary dude or like super cool sci-fi. You know, um, writer
0: dude, it's really awesome. Or crew member on the Starship Enterprise with uh, uh, James Kirk yeah. as the captain. just kicking it. They but do yeah. some quality t- time travel. Yeah. In the show no Nazis.
1: No Nazis. No no Renaissance fairs or like old timey photo booths or any of that <laughs> shit. Like, well, you know, because that's why this show is better than TNG because we get like young awesome militants like fucking having revolutions as opposed to old-timey photo booth flashbacks where they're hanging out with fucking mark twain you know what i'm saying time was <laughs> you know
2: <laughs> had a good time was in a bit
1: yeah cisco's fucking killing people for the cause and the other guys are just hanging out pretending to be actors <laughs> <laughs> We're a traveling theater troupe, buddy. Yes, that's what we are. Yes, indeed. Yes, yes. We're doing a play. Yes, yes, yes. Hey,
0: go with what you know. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. They certainly got the training.
1: Yeah. But um, so uh, Cisco manages to find the um, the ball, the, the
0: orb, but the emissary. Yeah. And it's cool because he's ready to open it but then his dream fever dream tells him not to to paint over it and he's like struggling and they do the whole star wars thing where like everybody's battle starts going really shitty yeah and then everything like turns (laughs) on a dime and everything starts going good for everybody yeah (laughs) because they wharf and those guys try to they hit the sun one time and it doesn't work doesn't work and now here comes the dominion and their little beetle ships yep
1: But they get it to work the second time and lo and behold, it all works out okay.
0: And then I love I do
1: I really love the reactions to Cisco in this episode because when Cisco finds the orb and then decides to bury it, and then he goes full Cisco crazy mode. Yeah. Jake is like,
0: let me take care of this. (laughs) He can't hear you. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, We've been down this road before.
1: This happens like every Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> you got to gotta with, reboot him. Yeah. It just has to deal with this mental patient that is Cisco. <laughs> Hang on, everybody. Is Jenny frozen? Did we lose Jenny? Or is she just really bored? I think she's frozen. Because at first I looked down and I was like, wow, Jenny is not having fun. Yeah. Oh I was like, is Jenny sleeping? She hates us. Like, yeah, I think we lost Jenny. <laughs> but yeah, that was, I love the reactions to Cisco in the episode because Esri has a couple good ones. And then Jake is like, yeah, man, he's, he's not. Yeah. Yeah. He can't hear you. <laughs> I was like, that's so wonderful. And his dad
0: is too, too tired to <laughs> even figure out what's going on.
1: Oh, I'm just I'm just drinking water from a you bag. You got any more water? <laughs> got any more bags of water? But yeah, um, but then he finally, you know, he conquers all and decides not to paint over it and punches everybody in the face. Yeah. And lo and behold, he finishes writing and open it. He only had to write three words. He got all that far. He had to write three words. Open it. And then he opens the the orb and he the prophets come back and everything is happy go lucky back on the station.
0: Yeah. Kira. I guess the one thing we didn't talk about was the whole Kira arc. Yeah, the whole Kira with the blockade. Yeah. Which wasn't really that interesting, but it was still kind of cool, I guess.
1: No, it was cool. Like she's playing she's playing, you know, uh life or death kind of game against yeah. the Romulans.
0: Space chicken.
1: Yeah. Well, because I forgot about it, because I watched a couple episodes ahead, and I was like, "Did that happen in this episode, yeah. or was that in the next one, or the next one?" Because that's well, that's... it all
0: happens over a TV screen. Yes, you know, like there's that... not really anything else going on. They're they're sitting there in their blockade, and they're talking to the admiral and the the Romulan woman, Romulan Hillary the... Clinton. Yeah,
2: lock her up. Lock her. <laughs>
1: That would be awesome if the fucking Bajoran started just chanting, lock her up.
2: I kind of thought that Kira and the Romulan woman were going to hook up, though. I mean, I, I don't In the first want.
0: episode or this one?
2: um you know i can't remember because i watched them right together the first one they were they the were first buddy, buddy buddy at the yeah beginning. they were they yeah, were definitely yeah, yeah.
1: they were eye-fucking each other for sure and it was the
2: first one, one. i yeah. even think
1: there's still some of that in the second one they're gonna they're gonna scissor eventually. that's yeah.
2: why they're at war because there's so much sexual tension that it's just <laughs> become aggression this is all foreplay to them
0: this is <laughs> the uh the cuck fantasy that uh, odo has he wants to watch as a chair <laughs> she won't even know i'm in the room <laughs>
2: That's the second time i He misunderstands I've heard. and actually like turns himself into scissors.
1: Yeah. I don't hey. understand.
2: Hey, baby, Two I hear you like scissors. this.
1: <laughs> I don't understand. What does this mean? You human, you solids, intimacies is so odd to me.
0: Yes,
1: I need to see it all. Yes. <laughs> but now I can totally see them banging. Should I be okay with? Mm. I mean, they probably should eventually. Yeah, I mean, it, they would make a more interesting. I mean, couple. I think to they me. did. They would make a more interesting couple to me than Kira and Odo because I'm just. Poof.
2: Yeah,
0: although I get the feeling that Kira and Odo's relationship is going to end because Kira's got the Kate plus eight hair going now, and so that's that's like a sign of a middle aged woman about to to you know destroy her family (laughs) you don't like her
1: michael scott like jamaica dreads that she has (laughs) (laughs) you know i heard they're gonna have a luau on the promenade she's gonna she's gonna play the steel drums (laughs) (laughs) ole 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 (laughs) ole so but yeah they kind of have their standoff and everything goes like once he opens the the box and the the prophets come back and the paw Wraith is ejected from the wormhole. <laughs>
0: it's basically this is Austin Powers because Kira gets her mojo and then she's like, Yeah, baby. <laughs> let's let's really fight. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna back down now.
1: If anything, I thought the prophets ejecting the Pa Wraith from the wormhole would have made Kira kind of realize like oh there's a lot more I thought it would make her kind of bow out but shit did, did had the exact opposite yeah Jenny's paused again she said sorry yeah. guys my internet is shit for some reason it happens baby it happens but yeah so the Pa Wraith are ejected and everything's back to normal
0: a lot of ejections going on in this episode
1: ejected yeah <laughs> Jenny's internet sucks us, but she can just go, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: I came back at the right time. There's yeah. ejections all over the place. Yeah,
0: ejaculation.
1: I was okay. I don't know, man. I was re- Now, I actually think <laughs> I like this episode better than the last week's episode. Am I the only one or not?
0: I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was great. And I look at these last three episodes as like a TV movie. That's how it felt to me. Yeah, an hour especially especially with this final one in place it was like uh, this is kind of like a two hour movie that just played out in front of us
2: i kind of wish as a like as a whole that maybe like the uh the cisco storyline was like spread out a little bit better like it wasn't all like there was a lot of stuff happening in this episode all at once there was like three major storylines going on all at the same time and like his probably could have been shifted back like a little bit You know, like where he was having more of like the dream sequence this time, and like he was looking for it on the planet, like last episode or something. Because yeah, you know? he's they they landed
1: on that planet. And he found that thing in the afternoon. Like he was like we're going yeah. that way, and then they. I mean, it was one day. Like they landed, and like five hours later, he found this magic. Yeah. box. yeah. But I get you. I would have been cooler to have more flashbacks and like him being in the mental institution and
0: kind of running that out for. They a could while. have had the the whole. Uh, Benny arc play out over like the course of you know like this whole this whole thing of the wormhole closing and then being reopened could have been like a whole half season and they could like it could Mm -hmm. have started with the whole Benny story with you know uh, wharf the baseball player and all that stuff that they did before. And well, Cause that's the one thing here. That's the one thing I didn't really,
1: uh, maybe I missed it. And I have to go back and watch the episode, but why does Benny end up
0: in a mental institution? Because he has a nervous breakdown probably because they wouldn't let him, uh, write the story. I guess I don't, know. I I don't remember back. exactly how that one ended. I gotta I go he, back and. I know it. The one thing that survives from it is that one, uh, gif of him like it's a fake no like the really dramatic cisco face as yeah. Benny Russell I'm reading weeks later
1: first day back yeah. in the office Benny has decided to see a story in print he arrives empty handed that the magazine has been pulped they won't put a black hero Benny is yeah. blah 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 Benny breaks down he screams so I guess he collapses to the floor sobbing and he's taken away by an ambulance okay so that caused him to end up in the mental, in the mental institution.
0: Yeah. Because, I mean, this is what, in the 40s or 50s? Yeah. They would commit people like that.
1: All right. Well, I just wanted to make Send sure. Send him to Shutter Island. So, so, the, so it's not like anything else happened to Benny. So this is like an exact continuation of he broke down. He was crying on the floor screaming. So he, they just stuck him in a mental institution. Yeah. All right.
0: Well, and he was a serial peeping Tom, too. So that kind of.
1: But to be fair, probably Dennis, I mean, people. if they put every serial peeping Tom in a mental institution, I mean, we'd all be there. <laughs> right? I mean, not, I know I would. Yeah. I mean, Jenny's probably I mean, peeping on somebody right now. That's why her internet stinks.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> exactly. <How about laughs> She's keep, got the little... Even all these surveillance cameras running.
0: You've got the periscope running for your, your spy cam that you got in somebody's yeah. house.
1: It's like, remember that movie Sliver? Yeah. When he had all those screens of all the apartments, that's what Jenny's got at her. Eye. I mean, that's a lot of that's a lot of Ethernet she's eating up right there, mom. Sure. A lot of bandwidth.
0: Is that James Spader? Is he in that too?
1: No, it's um, Tom Behringer. No, oh, okay. It's one of the Baldwin's and Tom Behringer, I think. Even though that would be a James Spader role, I think you're, the movie you're thinking about is Sex Lies and Videotape. Am I? Because
0: I, I haven't seen that. I know I've seen Sliver.
1: I don't think James Spader's in that one
0: sliver there's something very similar that he's in then yeah i know you're right william baldwin and tom berenger yeah i want s- to i want to say, say sex lies and
1: videotape
0: and that's with rob lowe and james bader
1: i think directed by steven soydeberg you
0: see or was james bader in that uh that movie where bruce willis plays a uh psychiatrist uh
1: it's weird to—it's weird to even think that Bruce Willis is in a movie playing a psychiatrist, like that in itself is like, what are you talking about?
0: Yeah, no, but he totally—he totally played a psychiatrist in this movie. I can't. Well, oh, maybe I'm thinking of Crash. Crash is pretty good, James right? Transformers and Crash.
1: That's no, that's
0: people. People get aroused from having car accidents.
1: <laughs> I haven't seen that one
0: i'm certain we talked about it on this show before
1: no never
0: yeah the movie crash
1: there's a lot of movies named crash because i thought you were talking about the race movie with matt no. Dillon. yeah no, no this one sounds much more interesting than the race movie with matt Dillon. yeah uh james Bader has becomes involved with a group of simprophiliacs who are sexually aroused by car crashes yeah that's the weirdest thing i've ever heard i've never heard this movie david cronenberg Huh. Do people like this movie, Dennis? I've never heard of this before in my whole life.
0: Uh, I, it's like a weird sex movie that came out in the mid-90s. There were a lot of them. So they all kind of conflate in my head. Like the whole, you know, all the basic instincts, sliver, crash, whatever <laughs> that one where Bruce Willis was a psychiatrist. I got to find out what it was.
1: Well, now. the Bruce Willis psychiatrist movie. I think I know what you're talking about. It's, it's vague. Color like of it,
0: Night. Yeah. That one. My dad rented that. And I'm sure he regretted letting us watch it. Oh yeah, this is one of those
1: sexy like, movies. Yeah. Yeah. Falls into
0: a deep depression,
1: blah blah blah, and then sex happens. Yeah, there was like a whole like sex genre of films like after Basic Instinct came out, like people were like, "We can do this." Yeah. Like, "All right, let's. Yeah. We could we could basically make stag films." <laughs>
0: let's do it color of night
1: yeah okay i've never
0: yeah i think because i think all these came out after uh the crying game and they're like well the crying game pushed the envelope and well the crying game it. is it's... isn't she
1: trans or something
0: yeah it's a guy who's dressed up as a woman or or something i don't, I don't i've never actually seen it me neither but like you know the big reveal yeah and then they're like, all right, well then, I mean, Basic Instinct. Okay, everybody's like trying to, trying to copy that kind of like weird sex movie.
1: Basic Instinct.
0: Because that was 92. Basic Instinct
1: was 92. Sliver was 93. Crash was 96.
0: Color of Night was, was 94.
1: 94. So, yeah. So, I guess it is kind of, when did, what's it called come out? You look Train up Crying Game up,
0: is 92.
1: Okay, so Basic Instinct, Crying Game, kind of, mm-hmm. yeah. Basic Instinct made 30, oh my gosh, made $352 million?
0: Yeah, because everybody wanted to see Sharon Stone's twat. (laughs) (laughs) I know that's why I wanted to see it.
1: Yeah, but they showed that right at the beginning of the movie. (laughs) Isn't that like, but that's
0: everybody got up and left. (laughs)
1: <laughs> like, all right, over, gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> now they would make you wait for that kind of like Dirk Diggler. Yeah, like with Boogie Nights, they make you wait the whole movie to see the peen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I gotta. I'm gonna pull that out of the to
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I kind of wanted to bail on it when I started saying it, but I was like, ah, fuck it, I might as well finish
2: sorry
1: it's okay jenny you just miss dennis being ridiculous
2: oh that's my favorite part you'll you hear listen. you'll hear it in the episode yeah
1: that might even become like the <laughs> the new brag only want. <laughs> no no you can't replace
2: that
0: <laughs> just drop it in the middle of an episode somewhere
1: <laughs> we were talking jenny about the rash of films in the early 90s that were like you know stag movies like basic instinct and color of night and sliver and crash and so yeah and i was shocked that basic instinct made 352 million dollars
2: i don't think i've seen any of those movies so i don't have anything to add to that anyway yeah
0: an erotic i know i've seen basic instinct and i've seen color of night and i've seen i saw sliver here we go here's a list i think of er- i saw like some of crash but it was like it was too weird
2: erotic thrillers um, my internet crashed because my cat bit my arm oh yeah
1: after internet crash after 92 they're, they're
0: people, a lot be- people get sexually aroused by their internet crashing <laughs> some of these movies just have great
1: titles um we've talked about boxing helena before the crush. I like the crush was a good one. Wild Cactus.
0: <laughs> is that like a takeoff of Wild Things? I don't know what the hell it is. It looks real dumb. Cause that was one where Yeah, Wild like, Things. Oh, you gotta watch Wild Things. Yeah, Wild Things was the one. Denise Richards and Nev Campbell totally make it out, dude. Yeah. Uh,
1: and you see uh, Ken uh, Bacon's I mean,
0: dick yeah. at the end. Yeah. Which
1: is cool. Yeah. I mean, nice I mean, dick. Yeah. Did you see the um the last week tonight where they were doing John Oliver was talking about uh Willem Dafoe's dong.
0: Yeah. Well, I know I've seen it.
1: Yeah. Where he like, it's like shockingly large. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> what?
1: Yeah. Yeah. If you have to, I forget which I forget which last week tonight it was, but he was using Willem Dafoe's dong as like a metaphor and i guess the guy who directed willem defoe in one of these movies said that his willem defoe's penis is like unnaturally large yeah. like it's huge
2: that's amazing yeah i gotta i gotta look up William defoe's dick now you know that's what? how he gets all these
0: roles because he's not he's the, a,
2: well, he's not
0: a, an ugly guy but he's not the handsomest guy in the world but he yes. can he can get a leading role because when he goes in for casting, he just drops his pants. He's like, so
2: he's the one that should have been fucking the mermaid in the lighthouse. Not. Yeah, it's, I think yep. it's. Look, I'll, I'm, after this show's over, I'm going to send you the picture of the mermaid vagina.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen that. Is it good? Oh, well, You guys were talking about this on uh, Mouthy Broadcast, right? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes.
2: Um, it's, it is a good movie. It's like watching a big budget student film. Okay. So, I mean, but it's a, it's a good movie, but there's Mermaid Vagina. Right. It's incredibly realistic Mermaid Vagina. I don't know if I want to see that, Jenny. Uh, Does it you know, open up? You're going to see it. I'm going to send it to you.
1: Well, here's the, <laughs> here's the last week tonight clip with John Oliver talking about uh, Willem Dafoe.
0: Oh, the Dalai Lama. Yeah, it's
1: the Dalai Lama one. <laughs> I don't know how those two subjects cross.
0: The donkey Lama. Yeah, of course. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I heard the lighthouse was good, and I like. I love Willem Dafoe. He's a great actor, man. Like, if you want a he good, a good
0: Norman Osborn.
1: Yeah, he was mm-hmm. great. Like, if you want a good, if you want a good performance, you can just basically stick Willem Dafoe in anything, and he'll give it to you.
0: Yeah, and then he'll give it to you later. Oh my god. Oh wow, that's weird looking. <laughs>
1: Where do, where do you hide that thing though you don't but i mean i've never i've seen lots of mermaids i've never seen anything like that
0: it does look hydrodynamic though
2: yeah i mean like you
0: could swim with that flapping it out actually
2: there. it <laughs> looks like it looks like what a an actual mermaid vagina would probably I'd get be. some
0: extra boost from it like you know suck some water in and queef it out
1: but where would you i don't but it's not i've seen lots of mermaids though and that's the first time i am actually kind of disturbed by that i'm not gonna (laughs) like
2: like okay like as i was watching looks like something
0: h.r geiger would design
2: kind of like there was a lot of like it looks like they they looked at like actual fish and like actual water mammals and was like if you know if this was just more human shaped what would this look like and that's that's what they did they made it like super realistic looking. They'd it's like not roll like over manatees
0: ready. and like yeah. all right.
2: They compared it to like the <laughs> Hey, hey. Take a picture from me, honey.
1: What you got down there, manatee? Come on. Let me see. I'll hit you with my boat. Come on, don't be a pru- Don't be a <laughs> pru- manatee. It. Yeah, come on, I'll
0: run you off with my ship. You wanna be in this movie or not? Come on, show it to me.
1: Come on. Drive my speedboat right in there. <laughs> We've got R.V. Weinstein molested, like, sexually harassing him. I believe it. Hey, come on, you want to make it in this business? Show it.
0: <laughs> i jizz in this seaweed. <laughs> That's what I
1: was going to say. You me to it. I love it. So, um, but yeah. <sighs> All right, so now I've seen real mermaids. Well, I
0: producers. should delete that from my messenger, so my... Wife
1: doesn't say anything <laughs> she starts yelling at you in Turkish. You don't want that in quarantine. <laughs> Dennis, what is this?
0: Why is Jenny sending you a picture of fish vagina?
1: <laughs> it's from a movie I swear <laughs> from a movie with Willem dafoe Oh well, um, Jenny's gone again. She's having really tough times tonight with the internet. So Dennis, what do you think of the episode?
0: Uh, like I said, I thought it was, I, I was very pleased with it. I think it's like uh 8.5. Whoa, really? It tops off the uh the trilogy really well, I think. It really does. Like, I, th- I was very satisfied with this episode.
1: I'll give it to you, there's no letdown. like, there's definitely not like the TNG first episode, second episode. And I don't know I'm I know I sound like I'm banging on TNG a lot, but for this point. At this point in my fandom, Deep Space Nine is just a better show. Yeah. I love TNG. I will always love TNG. TNG is like when you're a kid and you love your mom's cooking.
0: Yeah. But then it's a comfort zone. Yes.
1: Then you grow up and you realize that like there's really great food out there, you know, but you still love your mom's meatloaf.
0: Yeah. You know, sure, you can get better meatloaf somewhere else, but your mom's all be always be one of your favorites. But yeah, this is um, it's really good. It's very good. Sci-fi
1: man. Like it's just, it's awesome. I really enjoyed it. And the callback to, to Benny was great. It was out of nowhere. Yeah. You know, yeah. And like as I was watching it, I was like actively rooting for him, not don't do it, Benny. Don't do it. Don't do it. And you know he's not (laughs) Leave him alone, Damar. Yeah. (laughs) You know he's not gonna do it, but I don't know why. I was like, come on, Benny, you can do it. Open the box, Benny, open the box. Yeah, he can't hear you.
0: I mean, considering how many scene like how many flashbacks they showed him just holding that paintbrush, yeah, like it could have gotten they did it the exact right number of times for the exact right amount of time each time. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, it was great. Yeah. It was really good. I really liked it. This was a really great episode. And I mean, I'm really excited about the last season. Like, I don't know. I mean, cuz the last season of TNG was kind of a bummer.
0: Yeah. Like well, you- TNG DS9 doesn't repeat premises as much as TNG did. Yeah. So, but I know, also like th- a lot of times TNG felt like they rewrapped some episodes and just you know, I'm like okay, well, instead of this being a Picard episode, we'll make it a Worf episode with the same kind of, you know, basic idea behind it. But
1: do you think that's because Deep Space Nine, Deep Space Nine's willingness to bring back like characters and continually having like reoccurring things? Because maybe if if well, yeah, because TNG didn't
0: really have uh, arcs.
1: Yeah, you know? they. I mean, think of the reoccurring characters on TNG. Troy's mom,
0: Hugh, (laughs) Hugh Hugh came back, Hugh, Hugh came back once.
1: Yeah. Hugh, Troy's mom, um, lore.
0: But there were no arcs with those people, you know, they just came back to, to basically replay their same type of thing. Like Hugh would come back to, to just be a nemesis. Like he wasn't really building up until like the finale, you know, yeah. then it's like, okay, I've been doing all this to set you up for this one final test or whatever. Which but, was a cool, that's a great callback. Yeah.
1: And then you have like but Like, and just, Yeah,
0: she's just there to, to try to bang somebody else each time. Yeah, she,
1: she's having like a weird yeah. thing, yeah. you know.
0: Even in DS9, she has more of an arc than she did in yeah. in uh, TNG. Well,
1: she's in love with Odo. Yeah. You know,
0: she takes a wig I mean, off.
1: Hell, even Thomas Riker.
0: Has a better arc
1: in DS9 than he did in TNG. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. DS9 is like the closer. Like they brought in DS9 in the ninth inning to finish up all these people's stories.
1: And they do a great, yeah. They do a great job with it.
0: Yeah. Mariana Rivera of Star Trek shows.
1: (laughs) The one pitch, you just keep throwing it. Yep. You can't hit it.
0: They always got that sinker coming right at you.
1: So sawing off that bat. It's great, man. I love this episode. I'm not going to go. Jenny, as Jenny
0: gives it an eight, by the way. Okay. Why did she
1: say? How did you see that?
0: She uh, sent it in a messenger.
1: Okay. She gives it an eight. And then I'm going to get, I'm also going to agree with Jenny. I'm going to give it an eight. I really enjoyed it. Uh, not as much as Dennis, obviously, but I, I, I really liked it. It's just, it's good, man. Like, and the next episode's okay. And then the base, wait till we get to the baseball episode. The
0: base,
1: baseball episode is fantastic. I watched it last night because I've been watching ahead because I really enjoyed the feeling I had when I was watching DS9 a couple nights ago. I was like, man, this is really fun. Like, I just like – it was just fun to watch. And the, the baseball episode, the whole t- the whole 45 minutes, I'm just smiling. Like, it was just a really great episode.
0: Yeah. That's how I felt in this episode. I was invested the whole time.
1: Yeah like I wasn't dicking around on my phone or like you know whatever the case may be I during the baseball episode I was just glued just smiling the entire time it's really great can't and wait I, Then I tried to watch the next one and that's when the callback goes wrong it's like that dave chappelle bit when keep it this is the callback yeah. that goes <laughs> that goes wrong cuz i had to turn it off baby <laughs>
0: When keeping it real goes wrong.
1: When the callbacks go wrong, daddy. But, um, but yeah, man. So thank you very much for listening. Uh, stay safe. Wash your hands. Stay inside. Wear a mask. Do all that stuff. I have to show you. Don't, show you. don't
0: give yourself a Lysol enema, please. Yes. Uh, just because
1: your governor may have opened the bowling alley doesn't mean you should go bowling. Like, yeah. stay home.
0: Yeah. Don't do any of that Play stuff. Play Mario bowling. Be, be safe. Yes. <laughs> yes.
1: Play Mario bowling. Be safe. Please be safe so um have a wonderful week we will be back next friday uh with more star trek deep space nine dennis it's always a pleasure to see you buddy hey you too it was hey. great to see
0: jenny too yeah it was too bad her internet sucked yes
1: oh if she stopped being a perv we wouldn't have to worry about this because you know, <laughs> her
0: internet would be so much better yeah what if she's watching us
1: let's give her something to, let's give her something to talk about <laughs> all right guys we'll talk to you next week I don't understand.